Hi everybody, this is Dodie Lena with Dodie's Page. Um, this is the second part of um, the Omni Park. She's a human rights activist. Um, I'm a little bit more, I mean, my head kind of, well, let me put it this way. It had fallen off my shoulders. I had to pick it up and screw it back on because she really blew my mind. Um, she wrote a book. Um, the book is called In Order to Live. Uh, it's a North Korean uh, girl's journey to freedom. I'm still, I'm just starting this, so uh, as soon as I get my website up, I'll have more information on all this. Um, I hope you guys are listening. Like I said, I'm just starting. This is all new for me, so um, please bear with me. This first uh, part one was, I didn't even know, I couldn't even talk. I was so devastated. Well, she escaped. Uh, 13 years old. From China, she went through, I'm sorry, from North Korea. She went through China. She had to cross, the, I believe it was a frozen river, not a lake. Uh, it was wrong in the first place. Um, she went through uh, South Korea. She went through China. She went through, I believe it was Dublin. She uh, ended up in the United States. Um, this is some of the things that uh, she went through growing up in North Korea. Um, what the, what you see on TV or the internet, or it shows a totally different picture of what is really going on. And you're not going to find this on any news media. You're not going to find this anywhere there. Um, North Korean, the, I guess Kim Jong-un. I got his name right too, oh my goodness. Um, this has been going on for 70 years. That's seven zero. I don't know the whole entire story of Kim Jong-un. I know he had his brother executed. Um, well, aside from that, this is what they had done to their citizens. And this is like a good 80% of the people um, that are, uh, you know, that live They knew, um, obviously, if it was going to be a boy or a girl being born. And this, like I said, I'm still kind of lost for words here, but I got to get myself together here. 
when she escaped from um, North Korea, people in uh, South Korea, they had asked her if she was stressed out or anything. She didn't even know what that meant. She didn't know the meaning of stress because they had programmed her to not, not to feel it, but not, you know, that it didn't even exist. Um, so she didn't have any way, any concept of, you know, explaining herself because she didn't know how. She just thought these feelings were normal of all the trauma and the way of life that she was living um, the most dangerous thing that her mother had told her was um, her tongue because it could kill the family. It could kill to three generations of her family. Um, just with, if you say the wrong thing, if you, even when you're a little child and you learn to speak, that could have everybody executed. So, yeah, they were taught at a very, very, they are, still are being taught at a very, very um, early age. The most dangerous thing would be the tongue. I can see that. Um, obviously, there's no freedom of speech there. Uh, I'll get to other countries and where we're at the end of this. There was no internet. Um, They only had one TV channel. And that TV was by the regime. And basically it just showed how good Kim Jong-un was and how others were bad. By the way, they called Americans American bastards. But not only just Americans, but the world, the West, everybody was bad. Uh, If you guys uh, are familiar with, we live in the West, not, you know, per se the Wild West, but compared to the world, um, California, I think it would be Hawaii, would be the last in the time zone. So that's why we call it the West. That's why they call it the West. She was told what kind of clothes to wear, what movies to watch, what songs to sing. Um, The magazines that they had, like I said, uh, there was only basically the books they had in school. And I'll get to the school part in a minute. But there was a point when she had already escaped and she couldn't even, or not even, couldn't decide, you know, to us it'd be like, okay, I have nothing to wear, or I don't know what to wear tonight. With her, it was, okay, she had 10 pairs of pants there. She didn't know how to choose which pair of pants. It's not that she didn't have, because she was already free. She didn't know how. She had to learn 
how to be free because how to make decisions she did not know how nothing how to do anything of this sort when it comes to being freedom to become when it comes to being to be independent when it comes to being um, um, you know making decisions on your own um, every single little thing was decided even before she was born so when she was a child um, It's still going on right now. Um, she was totally surprised when somebody had asked her. After she, this is after she had escaped, uh, because nobody had ever asked her this of what to think. You know, it's kind of like, what do you think? What kind of parrot, what what color? dress you want to wear today, what kind of pants do you want to wear, nobody ever gave her that decision, even that question, oh my goodness, she was programmed that she didn't know what or how to pick a pair of pants to wear, that's, that's, that's being brainwashed um, to the limit. In school, what she learned was um, how good Kim Jong-un was and how the bad, how bad the world was uh, and how bad American bastards were. And this was started at five or six years old. Um, like her math was, she learned this like through the math. There were four American bastards you killed two American bastards. How many American bastards are left? That was like their math problems. They played with tanks, not Barbie, so that the tanks could kill the enemy. The enemies were um, American or, or American bastards, um, Japan and sometimes China. Um, no such thing, there was no such thing as minors. Because even over there, there's no such thing as minor. At, you know, at five years old, they made you go watch executions. Um, that is like so traumatizing to anybody even an, a grown, a full-grown adult to watch an execution, much less a five-year-old child, uh, even if, especially if it's your family members or something. The, you know, she risks, uh, you know, their life, or people risk their life just to see a movie. Uh, you know, kids that, um, I mean, the rich kids, they uh, went to school in different countries, China, Switzerland, um, you know, I don't know what other countries, but uh, 
poor kids, which was basically 80% of the population, never knew about planets. They never knew about different races, about, you know, the, the white people, black people, the, you know, the Native Americans, the, the you know, Frenchmen, the, you know, they never knew about uh, different nationalities or no, nothing. They, they were not taught that. And the books only were by the reason, like I said, they didn't have magazines or nothing. Um, and the regime only gave them books of North Korea was the good and um, you know, the rest of the world was bad. Get this, okay. This totally blew my mind. The birthdays they had to memorize the birthdays of the leaders. Kim Jong un's birthday started the first day of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that is totally, totally like I said, the last one blew my mind. I said that's why my first recording I didn't think this was going to be so uh, you know so deep I didn't I had no idea when I started um, you know looking for topics and stuff oh my goodness this these poor people in North Korea are still suffering like this I'll get back to that in a minute um, the Bible, what they done, uh, and I'm kind of going back to what I said in the beginning, um, in the first um, part. What they've done, basically, they taught a lot of the good things of the Bible, except they taught that, um, that Jesus, you know, they took the word Jesus out, and they put Kim jong Savior or a God. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they didn't like, they don't really like other countries, but they started to dislike China because, uh, I guess it's because of Hong Kong, because uh, they had uh, given up These are the salaries that these people made. To be a doctor up there, you made a dollar. Uh, I think that was a dollar a week. You couldn't buy enough food to live on with a dollar. You couldn't, you couldn't buy enough rice to have one for two days. You would starve. Um, so North Korea has to be corrupt um, this, because the salary doesn't pay. They have to be corrupt in order to survive. And, and I mean, who she was, a typical family, she was at the bottom of the list. Um, 
So they had to eat whatever they could find. Um, you know, grasshoppers, you know, insects, uh, anything, anything for nutrition. Um, they bathed in the river, you know, they washed their clothes. They didn't bathe every day in the river. Um, I don't know how often or how distant they bathed or she bathed in the river. Uh, like if you were to look at the satellite, literally, the satellite photo I mean, literally North Korea is the darkest place on Earth because there's no electricity. You know, in order for her to get out, she risked her life for a bowl of rice. That's why she didn't know nothing about freedom. She knew what freedom was. That's why she ran away, because she wanted to eat. Uh, she wasn't thinking, okay, she she was taught that that everybody was, you know, like American, as she put it, American bastards, or they put it, that they were green evil monsters with big noses and stuff. So, obviously she didn't want to go there uh, or come here, because they made it look we were scared people. Uh, but so, you know, she put that off in order for her to leave was her hunger. And it was basically for a bowl of rice. That's what, that's why she left. Um, now, I'm going to talk about a few of these things here. Pardon the noise. Um, there are other trucks around me, so. We are Americans. This is one of the richest countries in the world. Um, I think Switzerland or New Zealand or something like that is probably the richest. I don't know. I don't have the stats or nothing like that. But from my understanding, it is. Um, you know, you see people out here, like earlier today I was watching uh, a video about these two police officers that got shot. That they got, you know, they're sitting in the car and this guy just came up and started shooting at them. Um, let's talk about that one guy right quick. Why is he trying to kill people? Because he is a spoiled, rotten scum. Um, because he doesn't know the meaning of life. Um, maybe he's been hungry, you know, maybe poor, uh, you know, from a bad neighborhood, I don't know. But this movement of BLM and Antifa, even the Democratic Democratic Party want power. These you know, little terrorist groups, uh, they're nothing more than terrorist groups. Um, they don't know what it's like to be starving. Um, they just don't know what it's like. Uh, I'm going to have to end it there. Um, this is Dodie. This is Dodie Lena with Dodie's page. Uh,
thanks for watching. And uh, be sure to, uh, to you know, watch my other uh, two, three, and four, and five, or six, or something. I don't know how long this is going to go, but I'm going to keep on going until I hope to meet this girl one day. Thank you. Um, you have a great day.